0: Grace, mercy, and peace be with you all, from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. The cross of Christ is very dear to us as Christians. When we look at the cross, we see God's great love for us. We find forgiveness and healing and belonging there. I am thinking about four crosses today that form a sort of sacred embrace around our lives. Would you imagine with me, please, a timeline of life? The first cross is at the beginning of that timeline. When we were baptized, many of us as little babies, we receive this first cross on our foreheads. And these words are said, You have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. We could just as well be saying, you have a life ahead of you, little one, and you will have some very happy times, and you will belong to Christ. And you will have some very hard times, too, and you will belong to Christ. Whatever comes, you are God's. You may remember hearing the true story about the very fine dad who, after the baptism of his children, continued to trace the cross on their foreheads as he and his wife put them to bed at night, and he would whisper to them, you are God's beloved child. Later, he sent them off to school in the morning, but before they left the house each day, he made the sign of the cross on their foreheads and said, remember today, you are God's beloved child. They liked it when they were little, but by the time they were older, in a little bit more of a hurry to get out of the house, they sometimes sort of squirmed out of it, so the dad stopped doing it. Well, years passed by, and the day came for the oldest one to head off to college. He packed up his car got a big hug from his parents, and drove off. They were surprised a few minutes later to see their son at the door again. Dad, he said, could you make the sign of the cross on me before I go? He needed to set off remembering God's love was with him on his way. So the first cross I'm thinking of today is that one we receive when we are baptized. And then at the other end of the timeline, there is the last cross that we receive. If you have been to a graveside service, you have seen this cross. The pastor says, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. And when we do that, we either make the sign of the cross like this, or we take sand and we draw a cross on top of the casket or the urn. My mom's funeral at East Norway Lake Lutheran Church a few years ago was so beautiful. And then after we drove to our nearby cemetery for burial, the pastor who had been so kind to her in life said those earth to earth words and then he tenderly drew a cross in sand on her casket. And as it was lowered into the grave, that cross was the last thing i saw and it was such a beautiful assurance that she was covered with the grace and the love of jesus christ we could have said mom you had a long life you had very happy times and you belonged to christ and you had very difficult times and you belonged to christ You belong to him still and forever. So, we have the embrace of the cross from the very beginning of the timeline of our life to the very end of it. Those are the first two crosses that I'm thinking of today. But also, every year of our lives along that timeline, as I see it in my mind, there is this sort of beautiful, softly glowing time that lasts about six weeks. It is the season of Lent. It is the springtime of the soul. And it gives us two more crosses. It begins on Ash Wednesday when we receive the cross of ashes on our foreheads and it ends with us standing at the foot of the cross of Christ on Good Friday. It feels so profound to me, both to receive and to give the cross of ashes. Some of the ashes got under my thumbnail this year and wouldn't come out. So, as I returned to the altar to lead us in prayer, ashes were under my thumbnail. And as I received communion later in the service, ashes were still there under my thumbnail. And I wondered, Lord, Do you have a message for me? Is is it time for me to be extra aware of this wonderful gift of life that we have and that it doesn't last forever? Is it time to remember how precious life is? I remember what a pastor said at the funeral of a friend lately. He said, people, this is your life. Don't miss it. It's pretty easy, I think, to miss life, to take for granted the most amazing and glorious part of it, which is that we have this high and holy calling of belonging to Christ and bearing his cross. It is easy for us to settle for far less than that. So Lent gives us some tools to help us remember. They are the Lenten disciplines, including renewed devotion to God in prayer, fasting from food perhaps for a meal or two a week, and then giving that money not spent to a food shelf, generosity to the poor, and acts of loving service. All these disciplines can help us turn to the God who loves us, and remember who we are, so that we can more fully serve God and this hurting world. We engage in these disciplines for 40 days, modeled on the time that Jesus fasted in the wilderness after his baptism, and then was tempted by the devil, as described in our Gospel reading for today. As you heard, the devil said to our Lord, If you are the Son of God, then turn stones into bread and have something to eat. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself off the pinnacle of the temple and call on the angels for safety. And all you have to do is worship me, Jesus, and I will give you dominion over all the kingdoms of the world. On the one hand, the temptations are about living large, and being spectacular, and being powerful. But on a deeper level, they are about who Jesus is. Just before this, when he was baptized, the Spirit descended on him, and God said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. And the devil wanted, above all, for Jesus to forget exactly that, that he was God's beloved son, and then to go a different way, an easier way with his life. But in response, Jesus made it very clear that he belonged to God, and that he relied completely on God, not on any proposition of the devil. He made it clear that his way is to serve not to dazzle to eat with sinners and to lay his hands on the sick not to be above us but to be here in our midst teaching us how to love one another the way he chose was the way of the cross my friends as we fast and pray and serve in these 40 days of lent May God draw us ever closer and make us more Christ-like. May God keep on working on us. May we learn to love so that we serve God's world with tenderness and compassion. And may we remember what is so precious and so amazing that every day, from the beginning to the end, In joy and in sadness, we belong to Christ, whose cross shows us, once and for all, that we are treasured beyond measure. In the name of Jesus, Amen.